Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, L.A. County Supervisor Janice Hahn, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight featuring our L.A. County Supervisor, Janice Hahn. Janice, welcome back to our show. Thank you, Art. It's always good to be here. Thank you. Well, let's talk about some of the key issues at the county level, and homelessness is one that everyone's involved with, and you particularly. It is. It's probably the biggest challenge facing Los Angeles County and all the cities that make up Los Angeles County. Homelessness is now not uh, centered on Skid Row in downtown LA. It's in everybody's community. We know in Long Beach uh, it's been a problem for a while. The good news uh, is that we just had another homeless count uh, that came out a couple weeks ago, and we are down. Uh, so the numbers are heading in the right direction. Uh, the number of uh, veterans who are homeless has gone down. The number of people who are chronically homeless have gone down. So and, we're doing something right. And what is it that we're doing that's right? Well, I think first what we're doing is the voters of LA County approved Measure H uh, last year, which will generate about $350 million every single year for 10 years so that we can really address this problem. And that money has been going to build more shelters. Uh, it's been going to build, uh, you know, affordable housing. It's been going for caseworkers who go out in the riverbeds and under the, you know, freeway overhangs, and they're actually dealing with people one-on-one. -on -one. We're getting people more mental health help and, and you, that's a big you were a leader were you not in in that charge for helping the homeless i was when i i sort of why i wanted to be a county supervisor because um for me and just my life and uh, the things that matter to me i just felt like we could do better in los angeles county than to have fifty-eight thousand people uh, sleeping on our streets every night. I don't know how it got so bad or when it got so bad, but I wanted to be there to help fix it. Let me ask just a devil's advocate question. If a, if a county or a city uh, reaches out with extra resources for the homeless, doesn't that act as a magnet and attract more homeless to that community? The word gets out, go there, because they get free this, free that. Well, I think what we found out in Los Angeles County are these are residents from here. These are uh, people who are from Long Beach. They're from San Pedro. They're from, uh, you know, different yeah. cities. They're living here already. The problem is they're living on the streets. And there's a number of reasons people are on the streets, right? They're uh, people who have mental health challenges. Yes. We have women and children who are living in their cars and trying to get, the kids are trying to get ready for school in the backseat of a car. Uh, I was shocked to find out, you know, I was a professor at Long Beach State for 40 years, students. that today one out of 10 students is sleeping in a car. Yes. I was shocked. We have it. students who are choosing between sometimes buying their books yeah. or, or buying food. So we've got a real problem. Rents are increasing everywhere, which again, yeah. some people flat out have been evicted from where they live because they can't uh, pay the increasing rent. So a lot of reasons. 
But I think we're going in the right direction and we need to double down on the strategies that are working. Well said, well said. Let's turn to another really important issue here in Long Beach, as you know only too well, and that is saving community hospital. Uh, our, most of our viewers probably know, because it's also been in the news, that community hospital is, is shutting down. And uh, there are two to 300,000 people on the east side of town who really depend upon uh, the emergency room there and the critical care facilities and actually people from all over Long Beach uh, and other adjacent cities use community hospital. Uh, tell us your view on, um, on what the county can do to help. Well, this clearly was uh, a community hospital and there are generations of people who uh, have been born there, uh, who have uh, you know, gotten services there. My own son-in-law, John, uh, was born there some 40 years ago. Uh, and it, it has really meant a lot, particularly to the east side of Long Beach. And any time a hospital closes, uh, it puts more pressure on other hospitals. We already have uh, emergency rooms that are overcrowded. Uh, so to close this emergency room and this hospital is a huge blow. I demanded a public hearing when we began to hear that Long Beach Memorial was closing a year earlier yes. than we thought. That's what sent shockwaves, I think, into everybody. I held a community meeting. I wanted to get answers and have the community speak up as to what that would mean for them to lose this hospital. And I think as a result of that, we were able to uh, hopefully slow it down a little bit. And I in instructed our county uh, health services, our county emergency services to work to make sure that if we needed to divert people from uh, the emergency, emergency room, we found other places. Well, this is a moving target. And uh, by the time this show is taped, uh, there may be some additional uh, uh, steps forward, but uh, as of as of right now, uh, the uh, county uh, has agreed that uh, that the last license may be suspended yes. rather than terminated, yes. and that makes a huge difference in the startup costs. If you if you're terminated, it's it's another fifteen or twenty million dollars to get back up to speed. If it's suspended, it's a lot easier. I think that's the good news right now. Two pieces of good news, I think, for, for people who are depending on that hospital. One is uh, Long Beach Memorial is not going to terminate their license. They're going to suspend it. So the new operator, which I believe uh, we're looking at a new operator that's being approved by the city council. And we're going to have that new operator. As They're excellent. Next, I know who week. they are. I've yeah. worked with them in, in other healthcare related uh, Yes issues, particularly uh, one of them in the San Gabriel Valley who operates hospitals very well and Dr. efficiently. Dr. Wu? Yes, Dr. Wu. I think the, the most of Dr. Wu. He's Great. an excellent man, excellent doctor. So I think that will help them transition. Uh, they hope to get that emergency room back open uh, probably, I don't know, maybe six to nine months. And we're going to do everything we can to, to ease that transition. Communities can't afford to lose a hospital. Community, and as you said, community hospital is a community it, asset. And by the way, they went through this 25 years ago when Catholic Healthcare West came in, bought them out, and closed them. And the community said, no, we need it. And in less than one year, the hospital was reopened and reopened profitably. So they've They've gone through this drill. Yeah, and again, we're losing uh, emergency rooms, we're losing trauma centers, 
uh, and it's a network. I always like to tell people, yes, this was a, a community hospital in Long Beach, but our healthcare system it's is a, a network. Net. We have some major event uh, that happens at our airport or at our ports. Yeah. We're gonna need to use a lot of hospitals, a lot of emergency rooms, and to lose one really uh, you know, makes that safety net even more fragile. Well said, and we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We are back, continuing our conversation with L.A. County Supervisor Janice Hahn. Janice, you mentioned uh, during the break of the Mobile Stroke Unit. What's that all about? So medicine is changing, technology is changing, and the idea that we can take the hospital to the patient uh, is really where we're moving because minutes count, seconds count, and it is, a, it is a, an expanded version of the paramedics, which of course my father championed uh, in 1970. The idea was if you Kenneth could- Kenneth Hahn, former LA County supervisor and much beloved. Yes, the idea was if you could get the paramedics to someone having a heart attack in that golden hour and begin to administer drugs, the chances yep. of saving their life increase. This is the same concept, only it applies to someone who's having a stroke. Um, we know, again, that minutes matter, and it's the debilitating effects of a stroke that sometimes ruins a person's life and their family's life uh, for the rest of their life. So the county has these mobile units? So we have one mobile stroke unit um, that I championed uh, That's a lot funding. of territory well, to cover is. for and, one. And, <laughs> and right now it, it spends one week in Santa Monica, but the other week it spends here. 
um, in our area. It actually parks at Long Beach Memorial uh, Hospital and charges up. Uh, and then it operates the same way. If the paramedics get a call and they recognize the symptoms as somebody having a stroke, they can call. this mobile stroke unit rolls out at the same time so we don't lose any time and has a, has a mobile CAT scan on board so they immediately nice. put the person and they can begin to x-ray their head. There's two kinds of strokes apparently. One's the bleeding kind and one's the blockage kind. And you need to know which kind it is to begin to, to so save their life. So the mobile life. unit gets there at the same time as the paramedics yes. get there and they're all there and they Yes, have the and then the paramedics say, yeah. You, you can have them because Excellent. you're going to be able to treat them better than we can. Otherwise, the paramedics would just transport them to a hospital. And again, and time, sometimes time that becomes uh, the difference between somebody walking out of the hospital and coming out in a wheelchair. Outstanding. Let's turn, uh, if we can, for a moment to the blue line. I'm familiar with the blue line because uh, I was on the transit board a long time ago when the blue line uh, originated. and. Uh, but it's gotten a little bit old and rusty and there have been operational problems. Yes, the blue line, uh, which again, my dad was around and championed that is the first uh, transportation light rail project built in Los Angeles County uh, after the voters approved another measure of a half cent sales tax to help yep. pay for it. It is the workhorse of the entire transportation system. It has the highest ridership, but it has been plagued with uh, shutdowns and delays and uh, it has an image problem and it goes from Long Beach all the way to downtown Los yes. Angeles. It's going to be shut down uh, starting uh, in a few months uh, for almost a year. Wow. Uh, while we improve it, uh, we streamline it, we make it more efficient. We also improve the customer service and the customer uh, experience for people. And I know there was a safety issue and uh, recently by vote of the Met Board, uh, Long Beach uh, police were given the authority to police the blue line when it's within the limits of the city of Long Beach. Yes, it cur before that the LA County Sheriff's, Sheriffs yeah. had the whole line and we got a lot of complaints. So we decided to divide it up uh, into three law enforcement agencies. We let the Long Beach Police Department uh, police those eight stations in Long Beach, yes. then LAPD uh, services, the part that goes through Los Angeles. And I bet the sheriff and, gets what's left. And, and the sheriff gets what's left. But okay. you know, people don't feel safe. Yep. They're not going to take it. And we want people to take public transportation. We want to get people out of their cars uh, and on public transportation. But people will be inconvenienced for a while. We're going to try to make it easier. Okay, no blue line starting sometime over the summer. Yeah. Yeah, One year. but we're going to give people an express shuttle okay. uh, for a uh, dollar seventy-five. They can take an express shuttle, which will still get them where they want to get to. So we're well, going to well try done. to accommodate people. Finally, in this segment, we have time to talk about the express lanes and the suggested changes in uh, in how uh, tickets are given or not given. So I think we should decriminalize driving in. Uh, Los Angeles County. We make it so difficult for people and we shame people uh, who sometimes hop into the express lane. They haven't bought the transponder but they think I need to get to work on time or my grandchild's being born at a hospital across town. I just need to get there. Well, we, we make them feel terrible. We, we send them a ticket. Uh, we give them a fine. Sometimes they end up in traffic court over it. 
I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Most people are just trying to get to work. Yeah. They're just trying to do their job and they just want to get there a little faster. My idea is that if you hop into one of our express lanes and you haven't properly bought a transponder, we can take your picture now. We, we have the capability to know who's in there. Just send you a bill for the amount of time you were there and be done with it and wish you well. Uh, I, I'd like to see uh, people feel a little bit better about driving in Los Angeles. Makes, makes sense. Okay, and uh, we want to also talk about pot, and I think, do we save that for next segment? Uh, not clear. Uh, what's your view on pot? Well, you, you know, we do know that the voters of California uh, passed a proposition which, was, uh, which will allow recreational use of cannabis. Uh, but in Los Angeles County, uh, we've decided to keep a ban in our unincorporated uh, county areas from any commercial retail uh, selling of uh, cannabis. In including medical use? Uh, well, in medical use is already happening, but we just don't think for recreational purposes okay. uh, we, we, we're, we're going to right now uh, put, put those regulations in place. But cities within the county can do what they want. And this, Long Beach, of course, and has Long opted Beach, in. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that, that we are going to do that we think is a public safety issue, uh, you know, people can't really tell right now which pot shop is legal, which one's illegal. So yes. the county is, is uh, developing an emblem uh, ah. that will signify that uh, a, a Cannabis, a blue pot, uh, right, on a kettle. is is uh, so is legal, yeah. and uh, is safe for for people. And then it will give the consumer an idea of who's legal, who's not legal, and also you know help our law enforcement sure. uh, to shut down some of these Ill illegal places because that's what the communities are complaining about. Makes sense, and we'll be continuing this conversation after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. We are back, continuing our conversation with our L.A. County Supervisor, Janice Hahn. In this third segment, Janice, we'd like to 
become up close and personal. My chair is just ah. Don't get too up close and personal <laughs> with me, Art. Uh, you came home from Congress. Now, people might ask, you were a United, United States Congresswoman. Was it 10 years you were there? Five years. Five years. Five and a half well, years. It seemed like 10. Maybe. Yeah. But why give up that seat to become a supervisor? A lot of my colleagues back in Congress asked me the exact same question because for most uh, elected officials, being in Congress it becomes the pinnacle of, uh, you know, of right. a political career. Right. For me, not so much. Uh, I found the partisanship, the bickering, uh, the inability to get things done very frustrating for me. Uh, it, we were very much a do-nothing Congress, and I didn't like that. I went into public service to do something, to help people, to solve problems, and I couldn't do it back there. As much as I tried to find common ground, as much as I reached across that aisle to make friends, uh, ultimately, it didn't really translate uh, into solving problems for people. So uh, when I realized that the, this county supervisor job would become open in 2016, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. Of course, you know, being the daughter of an, the yes. first supervisor, Han, uh, you know, I grew up watching my dad really help people, really solve problems, do innovative things uh, that, that change. And you talked about this at the dinner table as a 10-year-old. Yes, we did. I mean, that's, we talked politics at the dinner table. <laughs> uh, we talked, you know, my, and my dad drugged my brother and I around. Uh, and your brother, for the record, was mayor? My brother was mayor and a city attorney, city controller. He's now a superior court judge. So we really saw firsthand um, you know, it wasn't glory or perks of the office. It yes. was, you know, going with my dad because he wanted to check a storm drain project on a Saturday morning or he wanted to drop by a church and talk to the pastor about the crosswalk uh, that they wanted to uh, install for the parishioners to get from the parking lot to the sanctuary. It was those kinds of things. I've kind of observed that the closer you get to the locality, uh, in some ways, the better the politics is because that's where the rubber hits the road and people can see the mayor in a supermarket and, or you and say, hey, what about this? What about that? Which happens to me all the time. Really? I can't go to Vons or really? Starbucks without people saying, hey, can I just give you this one problem? And, and, and you probably appreciate that I do that appreciate input. it because yeah. I, I like that form of government. And it's true, Art. You know, now, particularly with what's going on in Washington, yeah. D.C., people are looking to local government. They want to see their council members, their mayors, their school Absolutely. board. That's who's going to solve their problems. They don't think Sacramento or D.C. is going to solve their problems. I'm they're, into that. They're I'm looking to that. local government, and yeah. I enjoy uh, solving those kinds of uh, problems. It's not that we don't have big problems in Los Angeles County, but we have big solutions, yeah. and I'm able to help And you do can that. get a solution by getting two of your colleagues, of the five of you, you get two more votes and, and you're done. Need. No one can veto it. Exactly. Uh, no one can filibuster it. It's yeah. done. I wake up in the morning with a good idea and I need to just convince two other people uh, that it's a good idea and we can do it. And, and that's what's empowering uh, for me. And I know uh, from watching and observing that, that you like to find common ground with with the Republicans and, and see if we can have a meeting of the minds and get things done. And that becomes increasingly difficult uh, in these days when there's this tribalism. But that doesn't exist at the, at least, forgive me if I'm wrong, 
at the county level. You guys are together, and some of you Republicans, some of you Democrats, but you work together right. for the benefit of the county. Right, well, it's a nonpartisan job is what it's called. Yeah. So you don't yeah. run as a Democrat, you don't run as a Republican. Uh, you run on the issues that matter to your district, and we are very collegial on this county board of supervisors. Four of us are women. Uh, oh my and, God. and one man. And uh, we do work really hard to work out differences so we don't uh, fight in public. We're very respectful. And everybody has a point of view. And everybody has a perspective and a and life experience that got them there. And it's your job just to find what, what, what do we have in common? Yes. What can we agree on? And then you move from there. I know our Congressman Alan Lowenthal is a strong believer in reaching across the aisle. It's not always easy to do, but you gotta keep trying. Well, Alan Lowenthal is such a good friend of mine. His best credential for being in Congress is that he was a child psychologist. Absolutely. And you know what? That has served him well back there. I've asked him this question on air. How come you uh, decided to run for Congress? Uh, Congress, as we know, is dysfunctional. And he said, Art, I'm a professional trained psychologist. Right. I thrive on dysfunction. Right. It just cracks me up. I know, every time. but uh, better him than me. I, <laughs> I, I just uh, couldn't put up with it. Yeah. And uh, again, this is a better fit uh, for me. And uh, you know, Los Angeles County is is larger than all but forty-two, all but seven states. Yeah. All but seven states. We're, we're bigger. And than. you mentioned four out of the five of you are women, but women seem to be uh, becoming more and more prevalent in the political system, whether it's in Congress or. Uh, local mayors and all so uh, maybe uh, men have screwed things up pretty we're, much maybe we're, give taking, the women a, a we're chance. taking over the world one county at a time okay. art okay we'll be, back. we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages you've been planning this moment for a long time it couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's makes a moment. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. I think we're fortunate to have uh, committed public servants like Janice Hahn and, of course, her late father, Kenneth Hahn, and uh, we appreciate what you have done and continue to do for the community. So 
minute left to say whatever you'd like. Thanks. Well, it's always good to be on this show. It's unbelievable that you've had 26 uh, years of straight talk. Mm. And I think these are the kinds of programs uh, that people uh, really need to have in their communities, like to watch. And you always uh, give all of us such a great opportunity to speak to uh, our constituents out there. And uh, I really appreciate being on this show. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. Well, Janice, thank you so much. And uh, thank you at home for watching. And please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.